And welcome back to our Wednesday, July 29th HodgePodge. I'm Joel Ketke. Hey, it's part two today. And we welcome our friends from Partnership for Health via Zoom this morning in the KDLM Zoom studios. We've got uh, Karen and Katrina with us this morning. Karen, Katrina, good morning. Thanks for being with us on HodgePodge today. Good morning. Good morning. How are you guys doing? Great. How about okay. you? Well, we're surviving. Uh, we just we don't have any seeds here in the studio, so I think I think, I think we're safe for today. But uh, we do have some topics that we do want to discuss and get out to the public here today. Uh, Karen, as uh, we talk about partnership for health, uh, maybe just a little bit of background on the organization. Yes, partnership for health. There's a reason we have partnership in our name. Is ship itself that part stands for the statewide health improvement partnership. That began more than 10 years ago, and it was under Governor Pawlenty that he really wanted to see us do more um, prevention kind of public health. And so we work as partners with lots of different organizations in four counties. And actually, it's all over the state, but Partnership for Health is just in the four counties of Becker, Ottertail, Clay, and Wilkin. And some of our partners are schools. We work with food shelves, we work with um, local businesses, with um, your healthcare systems, and um, county, city government. So you're going to hear today a lot about what we're helping support partners do, their work. We want to hold them up. We give them sometimes a little funding um, to really promote healthy foods, physical activity, tobacco cessation. So what we're trying to do is the preventative health work to make the healthy choice the easy choice. That's a, that's an excellent explanation. Uh, with us this morning as well is uh, Katrina Mosier. And Katrina, we're going to talk a little bit about uh, the food shelf. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, some other things that are going on through Becker County Energize as well. Katrina, when we talk about... Uh, What's going to happen with the schools when and if kids go back here in the fall? We hope they do. We don't know what capacity. They still have to be fed. <laughs> You're going to still be providing meals. Katrina, let's talk about uh, this grant uh, from the Rapid Response and how this is going to be used for local stuff for our kids in the local schools. Yeah, so there, the Minnesota Department of Agriculture put out a request for proposals for school districts to apply for a grant. It's called the Agra Farm to School Rapid Response Grant for Schools. And we had two school districts in our area apply for that. And one of our other uh, partners on our Partnership for Health team helped these schools apply. And so far we've learned that the Detroit Lakes School District was a recipient of one of those grants. And so we're really excited about this. Um, this is, they are going to be using the funding towards purchasing beef from a local small farm. And this is the first time in our area that this, that we will be using, well, we will, I'm sorry, we will have a school district that's using local meat in their program. We've had other, a number of school districts who regularly use local produce and those numbers are always increasing. Um, but this is the first time that we've had a district use meat. And so we're really excited about this and we feel like it's a big win I think for both the producer and our school districts. I think this is a, almost, I, I want to say, unprecedented in some points. I mean, I'm 54 years old and I can't ever recall having 
real locally raised beef when I went to school. So this is something pretty, uh, pretty important and pretty cool for our local kids and producers. Yeah. Thank you to Ann Skeld at the Detroit Lakes School District um, for valuing this um, opportunity and for putting in the time to, um, to give it a shot. And uh, she really sees the value in connecting local farms to the schools. So, uh, Karen, did you have something you wanted to add? Oh, you look like you were going to say well, something. I can talk about that there's still the school districts in the area are still serving meals. So pe people can still pick up their meals. Um, and so we wanted to make sure and highlight that, too. And so that's been happening since COVID started, that people could get meals for their kids. And um, Detroit Lakes, they're Monday through Friday, and they're going through August 7th. And then, of course, we still haven't heard what school's going to look like in the fall. Um, the governor hasn't made that um, known yet. But um, curbside, you can pick up um, meals from M at M State from 7 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. or curbside at Richwood Store from 11 a.m. to 12.30. And that goes through August 7th, Monday through Friday Man. for Detroit Lakes. And we also have Frazee and Lake Park Audubon are doing similar things. They're going through actually the 13th, which is a Thursday, Thursday, August 13th. And for Frazee, Monday through Thursday, you can pick them up at the back of the high school at door 20 and Lake Park Audubon, you can get them at the Lake Park High School or Audubon Elementary, and that's 10 a.m. to 12 noon. So if you haven't even been taking advantage of it yet, you still can. If your students go to these schools, you can still pick up these meals through, again, Lake Park Audubon and Frazee, it's through August 13th and Detroit Lakes through August 7th, and then stay tuned about what's going to happen this fall. I know that uh, a lot of uh, students and parents have been utilizing this service uh, once the school year ended, and uh, I think it's great that uh, the schools are able to provide those meals for those students uh, throughout the summer months, and we'll just kind of have to wait and see what the governor decides as far as what things look like when we get back here in the fall. Uh, Katrina, let's talk a little bit about the food shelf and the farmer's market. Talk about uh, locally raised healthy produce. No better place to get it than right here. Um, Karen, do you want to take that or am I taking that? Either no, one. I can. There's, okay. Well, I didn't know if so, you were. <laughs> that's fine. Whoever wants to answer. top of each other. Sorry. We both have names that start with a K. It's very confusing. <laughs> Karen, All you... of us do on the Partnership for Health team. That's right. Yes. Uh, whoever so wants to talk wanna, Yeah, we just want to promote some of the local um, ways to support well, one is to support food insecurity, and that would be at the um, food shelf. And they're located next to the fairgrounds, and they're open Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to 3. And what's nice is for people who are insecure, meaning if they need food, they don't have to. Typically, they would have just be able to go once a month to the food shelf. Actually, you can go as often as you need right now during the pandemic. And they, they serve about 1,500 people a month at this food shelf here in, for Becker County. It's because it's the only food shelf in the area other than on the reservation, but um, Tuesdays and Thursdays from 12 noon to three. And they do have a lot of fresh fruits and vegetables. And most of those come from Walmart, which is very, very generous. And then Lakes Area Farmers Market at People's Park, they're open. That's right behind Zorba's. They're open Tuesdays and Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. 
and they have in place your to wear masks and socially distance. And um, still, it's a great way to pick up um, right now such great opportunities for fresh fruits and vegetables, especially vegetables right now are, are plentiful. So we want to encourage people to use those services. Katrina, do you want to talk about uh, an update for the amount of food? I do. Um, so people who live in the Detroit Lakes area are probably aware of Mana Food Co-op, um, but a lot of people actually don't know who can go in there, um, who's welcome. Mana Food Co-op is just a regular grocery store. Uh, they just happen to be cooperative, cooperatively owned, uh, meaning that you can purchase a share as an investment into the grocery store to make it financially successful and sustainable. Um, Mana Food right now is located right across from M State, but they are in the process of making a major move physically downtown Detroit Lakes. So they have purchased the old Norby um, clothing store building. And so they will be relocating. In fact, they've already started to move items into the store. Um, they're in the middle of a capital campaign fundraising um, campaign and they are well on, well on their way to their $400,000 goal. So far they've raised $275,000 of that goal. And so they have started to move. Um, the, there's a couple different things that I'd like to highlight, um, give people the opportunity to partner with Mana Food. Um, they're always looking for donations um, to help them. If you are able to contribute at least $500, um, you will be an owner in the, in the co-op. Um, similar to a stock, this is called a share, a preferred share. Um, but it's the same type of idea where once the business reaches profitability, um, you will start to receive a dividend of, of their profits. Um, so you can go online and donate there either um, just by a membership to the co-op, which is different than the preferred share, or you can pay at that higher level. Uh, you can also uh, get a share in a monthly donation. So you don't have to pay that $500 all at once. You can pay $42 for 12 months and still get that share. Um, and they also have a giveaway going on right now where if you make any $5 purchase on some items that are listed on their website, you have an opportunity to go into a drawing for a $250 gift card. So they've got lots of things going on. If you go to their website, it's manafoodcoop.com. Katrina, how long has the uh, Mana Food Co-op uh, been around? They've been open for two and a half years. Um, and they, they sell a lot of locally raised uh, produce, meat, and then a lot of dry goods too, um, and other artisan products. Um, so their goal is to create a more true grocery store experience. They're going to be adding in a real um, shopping checkout. Right now they have just a, like a countertop. Um, and so it's going to feel like a grocery store. They want to also have a deli, a larger deli in there. So you'll have grab and go items. Um, and they just feel like the foot traffic and the location will really give them more visibility and um, 
just more a more welcoming presence. I think it's a great uh, deal with these food co-ops. I'm from a small town in southern Minnesota, and uh, we had a food co-op, and it was literally like in a small shop. And over the course mm-hmm. of years, it moved into the old grocery location. And same type of thing, uh, people looking for locally produced produce, looking for organic food, looking for healthy stuff, and, of course, supporting our local communities and our local producers within it. And I'm uh, just assuming that Mana has seen the same growth from two and a half years ago to where we are today. Yeah, Becker County is a special place, and people see the value in in purchasing local foods. Um, and their board is a, a very uh, a very strong advocate for strengthening our local food system. And so it's it's a it's a great operation there. Fantastic. Uh, I don't know if Karen or Katrina wants to talk about the uh, worksite uh, wellness. Karen, would that be uh, you? Yes. So. We've been working with businesses um, since 2012, and we've worked with a number of businesses to help them develop a wellness committee and then goals around wellness so that they can um, provide opportunities in these work sites to um, help their employees be healthy and more productive. And I... Um, I think we've worked with more than 20 businesses in Detroit Lakes right now. Um, We're working with BTD and um, the James Matter Agency, uh, MnDOT District 4, OcuTest, Sanford Health in Detroit Lakes, Paymasters, and then in Lake Park is Sunnyside Care Center. And we're meeting by Zoom, which we've never done that until COVID. But they're all moving things forward. You would think it would be tough in this time, but they're really people are understanding the value of worksite wellness and keeping their employees productive. Um, and maybe that's come to the forefront more than ever because of COVID. But right now they're all working on goals around physical activity, healthy foods, breastfeeding support, um, tobacco cessation, and some stress management um, tools that they've all been learning. And so we just wanna do a shout out to um, worksite, the importance of worksite wellness, the importance of, of your local businesses understanding this. And going forward, we're going to wanna to continue this work. So if you are a worksite that either has worked with us and wanna strengthen or re-engage your employees, please reach out to us. And we give you lots of tools to make this successful. Or if you haven't worked with us yet, we're welcome to new partners at any time. So um, we just want to thank, and actually um, KDLM has been one of our past partners. And once you're a partner, you're always a partner. So I don't want to say past partner, you're a continuing partner or an alumni of the Worksite Wellness work. So thanks to KDLM for understanding that and partnering with us. We've been, we've been, on your program on HodgePodge for more than 10 years. Wow. So that is a, a great, great opportunity for us to help get the word out. Final topic uh, this morning. Uh, Karen, I'm not sure if you want to discuss the Becker County Energize update. Um, yes. Now you do a HodgePodge segment, I believe, every Tuesday Correct. with Becker County Energize. And Becker, we, I'm on their steering committee, so it's kind of like their board. So their tagline is people working together to create a healthier community. And it started out of Essentia Health. And so um, 
along the way, we've done all kinds of things with Becker County Energize, and we just want to let people know that they can get involved and help make their community healthier. But right now, they're really working on youth mental health well-being with really a focus on Frazee youth, um, substance use, and childcare access. So they're doing a number of things, and we just want to promote, again, a partner and if you're interested in learning more, um, you can get in touch with Karen Pfeiffer or you can get in touch with us. And um, if you called KDL KDLM, they have our contact information. And we have a website, um, Becker County Energize. You could Google them, Becker County Energize, and you could find out more information there. Partnership for Health with the number four in it. Um, you can go to our website and find our contact information. But um, we really appreciate KDLM and we really, really appreciate um, the opportunity to partner with all of these organizations to really make the healthy choice the easy choice. Before we uh, wrap things up here on HodgePodge, uh, Katrina, is there anything else uh, you want to get out to the public and let people be aware of? Um, nothing else, I guess. Uh, just check out MANA uh, if you haven't already. Um, even if you're not a member, you're welcome to um, come to the grocery store today. Anybody can shop there. It's not just for members. Fantastic. Karen, anything else uh, you want to uh, let people know about this morning? No. Thank you for the time again. Uh, we and appreciate be safe it. and be healthy. Fantastic. Karen Niskorski and Katrina Mosier, thanks for joining us here this morning on HodgePodge. You guys have a great day. You too. Thanks, thank you, you. too. Bye -bye. All right. That is a HodgePodge here for this Wednesday, July 29th. Uh, coming up tomorrow, what are we talking about? Oh, Paul Marquardt's going to join us tomorrow, and uh, we'll talk with uh, Representative Marquardt on uh, what's going on here in the state of Minnesota with the uh, governor and the mask deal, and we'll see if we get an update as well on what might be happening with uh, schools. Uh, of course, that decision coming here in August from the governor, but uh, we'll chat with uh, Paul tomorrow on a Thursday installment of HodgePodge here on the station you can count on, AM 1340 KDLM. Detroit Lakes. Stick around. Coming up here after 9 o'clock, we've got the news, weather, and sports. The KDLM Sports Wrap at about 9.35, 9.40 this morning. Phil Kirchner is going to join me in studio, and we're going to bring you up to date on everything going on with Detroit Lakes Youth Baseball. That's all on the Sports Wrap coming up this morning at about 9.35. When we come back, JT with the latest from the News Center.